You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. draft miss to you thank you for joining us today my name is kent swanson this is the ap draft show it's the last episode before the nfl draft i can't believe it it's just wild things have crept up on us a little bit here uh we're gonna do a full two-round mock draft and then mock draft the rest of the chiefs this is like our final mock draft for this whole thing and here to help me do that first find him on twitter at jacob morley Jake Stack, hello, my friend. How are we doing today? A very merry draft miss to you. A merry draft miss. I do not agree with you. I do not feel like this has creeped up on us. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm thinking back to I like do. sitting down and watching. I remember when I watched CD Lamb, I was at a coffee shop where you could like interact with people. <laughs> And it feels like it was 20 years ago. <laughs> it feels so long ago. But here we are. I'm so ready. I'm so excited for the, the draft in a week. Yeah, next Thursday. So what day is it? I don't know. <laughs> you look disheveled. I just have a I just have a timer set on my phone and it's just gonna say draft. <laughs> Then you're going to log on to Zoom, <laughs> jump we in. Made it. Just be like, I'm, I'm here. I have takes, you guys. I have some it's takes. time. I've been formulating these for the past 40 years. I've seen some things. I have some opinions. <laughs> yeah. Just, That's how I'm I feel. <laughs> I'm picturing Jake. Just all of a sudden, his phone goes off. He goes, oh! Draft time. <laughs> it's here! <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. No, his like I wish. I mean, is just hair. all over the place. He just kind of rolls out of a cave somewhere. Yeah, yeah. crushed oh up Doritos gosh. falling out of my blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, oh. Craig, Craig's here too. Uh, Craig, I'm also <laughs> rocking a mustache. Craig still hasn't shaved his mustache since the mustache day. It's listen, awesome. Listen, this it's just gonna live now like I, I it's part of me i can't i can't get rid of it it'll be a problem if i get rid of it so we're just sticking with it until i have to go back out into the world into public and then then it's definitely coming off i yeah, wish that the people like, could see what craig looks like because he's got like these he's got like these modern day elton john glasses on yeah he does it um he looks like he looks like a 1980s like poker player in like an 80s movie. <laughs> uh, what's that called? Rounders. Pay the man his money. That's pay the man his money. <laughs> exactly. Okay, <laughs> we gotta crazy. get going. What are we doing? This is, <laughs> visual this bits is... on a podcast are great, guys. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I tried to paint a screen... picture. 
Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna try to get this thing on trap. We've got a, a two round, a full two round mock. It was Matt Lane's idea to do a two round mock, and Matt can't make it for the second <laughs> so, mock in a row. Second mock in a row. Craig, uh, so tell the people what you said off air about this mock. I just listen. He wanted to do the mock. He wanted to do it with trades. He set it all up. It takes a long time to do all this stuff and flesh out every pick for everybody. And then Matt, for the second time, after fleshing out all these trades, went, guys, I can't make it. <laughs> I have to bow out, guys. Something came up. So this, naturally, to, yeah, I'll we're going to talk about to, all of Matt's stuff. <laughs> to, to paint a picture, too of what this looks like. It's just the DMs are open and it sometimes like sometimes it's seamless. Sometimes it's not, you know, we discuss things. We talk about things that we're hearing and sometimes like three of us will agree like, yeah, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Let's do it. Move on. And Maddie will come in like 10 minutes later. Cause he was doing something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up, back <laughs> up. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> that's not wrong. And he's not even uh, here to talk about it. Okay, so we're we're a week out from Draftmas, guys, and so we thought we would do something. You guys will be the first to get exposure to this. We are handing out the promo code that we gave past customers. It's the lowest discount we've handed out. And if you go to gum.co slash kcdraftguide2020, promo code Draftmas, you will get the guide for $7.54. So there's a little there's a little discount for you. We haven't advertised that one on Twitter all year. Uh, I think we're going to start advertising it on Monday, just so the people at the end who haven't had the guide for a couple weeks have a chance to you know to get going with that. Okay, let's get this mock draft going. First on the clock, Jake Stack. Where are we going? Who are the Bengals taking? Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. Next. Moving on. All right. Number two, Redskins, Craig. Edge, Chase Young out of Ohio State. Also next. <laughs> okay, the draft uh, can start now. <laughs> yeah, yeah here's, this is where the draft starts, really. And right off the bat, we have a trade. The Los Angeles Chargers trade picks 6 and 37 to move back with the Detroit Lions. And they get their quarterback. Quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Number four, the Giants. Jake, who we got? Uh, I didn't agree with this pick, <laughs> but this pick is going to happen in our mock draft. The Giants and the fighting Dave Gettleman's are going to take <laughs> Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle out of Iowa. And um, I don't think – I think they're in on Simmons. I, I think that's the two things you're hearing right now is Isaiah Simmons or worse. Uh, so, Kent, I know you disagree with this. I'd like to propose a little bet. Uh-oh. Um, just a beer bet. I think – so we're we saying Isaiah Simmons versus the field. I think I think it's going to be Isaiah Simmons. You don't think it's going to be him. I'll, I, I'll buy you a beer if I'm wrong. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be enjoying that beer. Thank you so much uh, for that. All right, Miami Dolphins. Uh, Craig, what's going on with the Miami Dolphins? Uh, Craig has to try and pronounce this again. The worst name pronouncer of all of <laughs> He's us. so bad at again, it. Again, Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, close. <laughs> close. 
out of Alabama. I, if his medicals check out, this is the furthest that he's fallen. The Dolphins might have to trade up, but in this mock, we've got the Chargers being very interested in Justin Herbert. So the Dolphins got to stay put, and they get their guy. And I can- think we're playing this. Oh, walk go, us, walk us through, because I think the people, we kind of glossed over it, but so why did the Chargers need to trade up for Justin Herbert to three? I was gonna I was gonna jump in and explain. Yeah, so here's kind of this here's how the scenario worked. And I wanted to wait for the Dolphins pick to be announced. The in this scenario, this is what I think is happening. Tua Tagovailoa and uh, is the Dolphins guy. I think Justin Herbert is a smokescreen. I think I think the they're trying to get drum they're trying to drum up interest and intrigue on Herbert. So if a team loves Herbert, if they know the Chargers love Herbert, they're gonna jump in front of him. So they don't have to trade up uh, to get their guy to a tag of Oloa. I think that's what they're kind of playing playing the game right now. Okay, Lions at pick six. They get the guy that they probably could have got at pick three or probably would get at pick three uh, before the trade up. Jeff Okuda, the best cornerback in this class. People talking about maybe you know worrying about his long speed or whatever. I ain't about that life. Just get over it. He's the best cornerback in the class. Jets up at number seven, Jake. Oh, wait, that's a trade. Sorry. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we so have a trade. The the Panthers um, traded back. The Jets moved up. Um, so they swapped uh, pick seven and 11, and the Jets um, gave up pick 68 in the third round, I think that is. Um, and they took everybody's favorite chef, Mike Mackay um, uh, Becton, the offensive tackle. <laughs> Out of Louisville, um, probably the highest upside of any offensive tackle in this class, and the Jets went and got him. What I the whole the Makai Becton quote is driving me nuts. Okay, at eight, Arizona Cardinals, Craig. Yeah, I think we've heard from Matt Miller and a couple other sources that if Derek Brown is there, the Cardinals don't care about his testing, anything like that. They love Derek Brown, so they're going to go out of their way to add to their front. That's a pretty stacked little group of Cardinals, guys. They're, they got a pretty nice little roster over there. They're fun. Last year, I one of my like guilty pleasures was the Bills. The Cardinals are, are creeping up into that territory. I think I actually am all in on that. Okay, number nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They reach and take linebacker Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> they take Isaiah Simmons. No, this is this is about where this is about where he should go in my opinion. I think he's close to the top 10. All right, we have another trade. The Browns and the Broncos swapping picks, Jake. Yep, so the Broncos coming up, they gave up pick 77 to move up um, and take Henry Ruggs. Uh, going to be the first receiver off the board in this in this mock, which I don't think is that far-fetched. Um, but it's been rumored that the Broncos love Henry, them some Henry Ruggs, um, and they they secured the bag here and they went and got him. All right, uh, Carolina Panthers after their trade back with the Jets are up at pick eleven. Where are we going, Craig? Carolina Panthers had basically their choice of any of the offensive tackles at you know at seven. They wanted to move back a little bit, still get their choice basically minus Makai Becton. They go with Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. Some guys have projected him as the best tackle in the draft. Panthers add to their front. All right, uh, pick 12, first pick in the first round for the Oakland Raiders. They are going wide receiver. They're, they're, uh, you know, they're going to go with, with uh, Jerry Judy, a guy that some people thought were pro- was probably going to go in the top five if you had asked you know, four months ago. Uh, he has not had the best process. He didn't test particularly strong. 
but I, still a great receiver, definitely deserving of this position. Uh, they get a good one. I mean, this is good value for the Raiders. I'm a little upset. 49ers up at 13, Jake. I would hate it if it played out this way and the 49ers got C.D. Lamb. I would hate that. Oh, my goodness. C.D. Lamb in Shanahan's offense. Perfect. It's oh. And I, Debo I'd, in year two. I'd be really mad at your AFC West compadres for letting this happen by taking <laughs> two other receivers. Uh, but yeah, the Niners uh, make the obvious pick here, and they take CeeDee Lamb at 13. All right, pick 14, the tan- the Tom Pepe Buccaneers. Yeah, uh, they also need an offensive tackle. It's a great draft to go and get one. And Andrew Thomas has been said as maybe the first tackle off the board. A lot of people are saying he's top 10. He falls to 14. They pull the trigger quick on him out of Georgia. All right, the Browns are up at 15 after trading back uh, and letting the Broncos go up to 10 for their spot. And this is a this is there's there's buzz out there about this. The Browns take Ezra Cleveland, the offensive tackle out of Boise State. Cleveland goes to Cleveland. Uh, he is a, he tested through the roof, and that's really one of the things that is kind of intriguing people about Ezra Cleveland. He had a fantastic process. Um, some people, I, I don't think he's the, what, fifth best tackle in this class. I think he's, you know, I like some of the guys that are going to go here in a little bit. But the Browns seem to like him. So we're following that 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 breadcrumb. 16, the Atlanta Falcons, Jake. Uh, what, real quick, I got a real quick Ezra Cleveland nugget. So since 2010, so in this decade, there have only been four guys uh, taller than 6'5", that weigh more than 310 pounds, that run a sub-4-5 shuttle. Um, of those four guys, uh, three of them have been first-round picks. So I think uh, Cleveland's going to be one, too. But anyways, the Falcons at 16, they're taking cornerback C.J. Henderson. I think this is actually, I think this is his uh, floor. I think he's going to go higher than this, but I think uh, this could happen for sure. Uh, but that's a great value pick for Atlanta. C.J. Henderson, the dude, will lock people down. Dallas Cowboys at 17. Yeah, uh, second edge comes off the board. Caleb Von Chason out of LSU, uh, very fluid Ooh. athlete. Uh, the, the Cowboys, I know, just signed Alden Smith. They got a bunch of older dudes on that defensive line. They need an infusion of talent. To go with some of those guys, you can bring Chase on along a little slower. Know that by the end of the year, you can have him up to speed. And that's a, that's a scary pass rush. That's a great value. Yeah. I think that's some of the best value in this, in, this, in this mock so far. All right, 18, the Miami Dolphins up for their second time. And now they're going to protect to attack of Aloha with offensive tackle Josh Jones out of Houston. It's really interesting because it's reported uh, that he has a visit with the Chiefs. I don't know if he's going to wind up going this early. Because if the Chiefs are sniffing around him, I find that very interesting. Maybe he's going to fall a little bit. Uh, and I thought, you know, I thought he looked good at the Senior Bowl when we got a chance to see him. He's not the best athlete. Uh, he's not, you know, the best finisher. But I think he's just an overall solid prospect. And I think he's going to play in the league for a long time. Oakland Raiders back up at 19, Jake. So the Raiders, we're kind of doing something different here. Um, I think the Raiders could still very well go linebacker here. Um, but they did not in our mock draft. They went ahead and drafted uh, A.J. Terrell, cornerback out of Clemson. All right. Uh, pick 20 is a trade. It was going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Indianapolis Colts go up 
they trade pick 44 in a 2021 first round pick for pick 20 who are they taking craig uh, they're gonna take jordan love they, they go and they get their quarterback i think this makes a lot of sense to sit behind philip rivers guys i would expect that the jaguars who pick at 9 and 20 one of those picks at least one of those picks they're not going to stay put i think you're seeing some of the peaks and the valleys in this draft i think they are at the top of both of those peaks so i would expect both of those guys or one of those picks to get a trade down situation yeah, and we gave them a future asset because maybe the Jaguars are tanking for Trevor. Maybe they're a team that seems like they seem like they may, might be tr- tanking for Trevor. And if that's the case, get those future assets so you're ready for Trevor Lawrence. Pick 21, the Philadelphia Eagles take linebacker Kenneth Murray out of Philadelphia. First linebacker off the board. Uh, he is the much maligned prospect. There's always prospects that kind of get dunked on with a week to go. Kenneth Murray's having a rough week. Not, if you're out there on if you're out there on draft, not 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 really. Kenneth Murray's gonna have a great next week, you guys. He's gonna have a fantastic next week, but he's he's being lauded for the process, like through the process. He's being lauded for his work ethic, for his leadership. He's apparently killing it in the meetings. Twenty twenty two Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this is an interesting pick. The the Vikings go interior offensive line two years in a row. Um, they take a center for really like the third out of the fourth three guard. Like, yeah, they're moving him. Oh, to they're guard. gonna move him to guard, but I'm getting to that. Uh, they took Pat Elfline uh, three years ago. They took Garrett Bradbury last year. They're taking another interior offensive line this year in Caesar Ruiz out of Michigan. Gonna play him at guard, obviously. But one of the big reasons Garrett Bradbury struggled so much last year is because Elfline it has a lot of the same deficiencies that Bradbury does. Caesar Ruiz does not. Uh, he does not lack an anchor. He does not lack functional strength whatsoever. So uh, I think that's a great pick for Minnesota there. 23, New England Patriots. Man, if he's here, mark it and pen. Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are tight. Uh, Nick Saban loves Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney did so much for Nick Saban's defense. Uh, Bill Belichick loves smart secondary players. Uh, Xavier McKinney is exactly that. One of the better players from a technique and intelligence standpoint in this entire draft. Bill Belichick goes and gets one. All right. 24 New Orleans Saints. They take a guy you might be a little bit surprised is here at this point. Defensive lineman Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Uh, we actually valued him. I think he was, he didn't make our top 30, uh, when we were doing this, I'm going to be interested to see where Javon Kinlaw falls when this thing is all said and done. I kind of have a feeling he could be the a guy that falls. He just, I mean, he's violent and he gets up field, but I don't think he has a clue what he's doing yet and give him a little bit of time. Let him develop. The raw tools are there. 25 Vikings are back on the clock. Jacob. Uh, Kinlaw doesn't get past the Cowboys. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, but <laughs> the Vikings better. Chaseon's a better prospect. <clears throat> I'm a yeah. They no, he's not getting past the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> okay, so he's. I'm saying the Cowboys love Kinlaw, but I know. Speaking of people that uh, that love a prospect, the Vikings love them some Denzel Mims. So they went ahead, took him here. They traded away Stephon Diggs. Um, they basically replaced him with athletic Laquan Treadwell. And I hope this one works out better. <laughs> All right. We've got the Dolphins up at 26. 
Hey, Flores needs edge defenders. That's how they build their defense. AJ Epinesa out of Iowa comes off the board. Doesn't care about testing numbers. He's looking for power and edge setting on that front. That's exactly what AJ Epinesa brings. 27, the Seattle Seahawks. Another edge falls off the board. Etor Gross Matos out of Penn State. He's one of those guys that if, if he's available at 32 for the Chiefs when it's all on next Thursday, uh, you're going to have a hard time convincing me that they shouldn't take him. Uh, I think he's a ideal fit for Steve Spagnuolo's defense. He has some inside-outside versatility. He's still got some projectability left to him. Uh, I really like him as a player. Uh, if, if, if he's the pick, I'm going to be thrilled. But he goes to the Seahawks here at 27. Baltimore up at 28, Jake. Big, big pick here. Uh, Isaiah Wilson, the offensive lineman out of Georgia, the other tackle that has been getting first-round buzz. Um, I don't think this is anything that any of us would do, um, but this is something that we keep hearing, and they're going to take Isaiah Wilson and plug him in at right guard next to Orlando Brown and have about 1,200 pounds of mass on that right side <laughs> of the line of screen. That's nasty. That's nasty. 29 Tennessee Titans, and we're pouring one out. I hate this. I hate it so much. Cornerback Jeff Gladney fits perfect with Mike Frable. He's got the attitude, the swagger, the physicality, and everything. They go get their Logan Ryan replacement in the draft. I'm mad at him forever now. All right. Uh, Jake, I'm going to – you know what? Let's flip this. No, you just take it. Let's talk, talk about my team. I always talk about the Packers. People don't. Okay. People don't just want to hear my takes. The correct ones all the okay. time. Okay. The correct ones. All right. Pick thirty. The Green Bay Packers. They take wide receiver Justin Jefferson out of LSU. I think this could wind up being very good value when it's all said and done. Uh, inside outside versatility. I think he's one of the best route runners in the entire class. Um, I think he's you know really natural hands, comfortable catching away from his frame, good catch radius. Make some difficult catches. I'm a big fan of his game. I don't think he's like a top-end athlete, but he's still a pretty good athlete, and he's got a lot of flexibility to his game. All right, we have a trade uh, at pick 31. Jumping ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs is the Carolina Panthers. The Niners trying to trade out like the Chiefs might be as well. They They trade picks... Or they trade pick 31 for pick 38, 113, and 148. Jake, who did they jump ahead of the Chiefs for? Yeah, and actually this is going to be really interesting because truthfully I think the Packers, the 49ers, and the Chiefs would all love, love, love to trade out of that spot at the end of the first round. So um, if there's going to be some movement here. And I'd almost guarantee it in the one of these three spots. Unfortunately for the Chiefs, it did not work out well for them because the Panthers jumped them to take Patrick Queen, linebacker, out of LSU. We got, well, three LSU guys going in a row here. Um, but, yeah, they, hey. they need to replace <laughs> uh, Luke Keekley, um, Patrick Queen. In this draft class, I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's Luke Keekley, but if there's anything that's going to be close, um, I think you roll the dice with Patrick Queen. All right. Pick 32. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. And I think... We, we all think that they should trade out. And when we were looking at this, we were looking for scenarios to see what would make sense for them to trade out. I think the Niners, like what Jake said, the Packers, the Niners, the Chiefs, all looking to trade out. I think the Chiefs 
are going to get caught in a situation where they may not be able to find a market for pick 32. Would not be stunned if that were to happen. So we have to go to a different plan, and that's to take somebody. And at pick 32, the Kansas City Chiefs select cornerback Christian Fulton out of LSU. And I'll just tell you right now, if this is the pick on Thursday night, I am geeked. He's a top 15 player in the KC Draft Guide. He has pretty good feet. He's competitive. He's a decent tackler. He fits what Steve Spagnuolo wants, except for I don't think he has the longest of arms. But I, li- I like him. I like his overall game. I like his body of work. He's got the most patient feet in this entire class. He's a champion. And Tyron Matthew being in the room with him being on the same side of the football with him, I think helps you get the best out of Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton idolizes Tyron Matthew. Absolutely idolizes him. Would love to play with Tyron Matthew. They are buddies. They talk all the time. This is a great fit. Christian Fulton trusts everything about his game. He trusts his reads. He trusts his athleticism. He trusts the way that he's going to play every single snap with a supreme confidence and nine times out of ten it works out so you're not gonna get him panicked or you know scrambling to try and defend something he's going to read it correctly he's going to react correctly and he's going to be in the right spot he is a little short he doesn't tackle the best he's not the most physical player but like Kent said you're going to get the best version of him because Tyron Matthews in that room and you're going to get a smart player, a useful player at a position of need for the Chiefs. This makes sense both in the now and in 21 and beyond. So I, I love Christian Fulton. I loved him last year, wanted him to come out, wanted the Chiefs to draft him then. So I'm going to be ecstatic with him at 32. I have a take. Uh-oh. If the Chiefs want multiple championships, multiple, they cannot make the same mistake that the Packers made with Aaron Rodgers. Do not try to fix your defense. It doesn't (laughs) matter. Give your MVP quarterback weapons. Weapons upon weapons upon weapons. The Chiefs are geared up for 2021. They brought everybody back on offense. They want to win two in a row. Take a player that is going to be a stud from Jump Street. If They took the wrong LSU player here, guys. Slide oh, the no. glide. Glide <laughs> the glide. Bring him home to Kansas City. Well, he's not. that's not home. But it will be if he gets drafted, and you should, at 32. Give Pat all the weapons. Do it for everybody. Killer, killer pick there, Jake. We're going to take a break, <laughs> and we will be back right after this. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. 
Real Traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are continuing our mock draft. We are rolling on to round two. Uh, Austin Jackson at, with the pick 33. The uh, the Bengals take Austin Jackson out of USC. Uh, he's another guy. If the Chiefs are looking at tackles, wouldn't be stunned if they took him. Uh, that wouldn't be a bad pick. Pick 34 with the Indianapolis Colts. I love this pick. I love this player, Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC. He is one of my favorite receivers in this draft class. He's a guy I did not want to like when I first started watching him uh, because I have this thing with huge wide receivers. Uh, but he is so he's just so good. He's so polished. He's so ready to play. Uh, great pick. Great value at 34 for the Colts. Lions at 35. They have a little bit more draft capital to work with because of the trade-up. They coming up at seven at 37 as well, but who do they start this thing off with, Craig? They started off with Jonathan Taylor. The first running back comes off the board out of Wisconsin. I think Taylor's probably going to go a little bit higher than this. I think he's going to slip into the back end of round one, but... I do think that this is great value for the Lions. I give Matthew Stafford a guy that can just stay on the field for all three downs and really kind of be a workhorse back. I, I think that that makes a ton of sense. All right, the Giants are up at pick 36. They are going with safety Jeremy Chin, who's getting a lot of love late in the process. He's getting a lot of attention, and he rightfully should because I saw someone say, like, athletic, more athletic Cam Chancellor. And I don't know if I hate that comp. I think he's got a lot of versatility. I think he's got coverage skills. He can play in the box, physical. There's not much to dislike about him. Uh, he's he's going to take some time growing to develop. Oh, Craig's got something. He's jumping in. I'm just saying, instead of Isaiah Simmons, they could go Tristan Wirfs and get their Isaiah Simmons in Jeremy yeah. Chin. That's not a bad thought. That's You're basically so replacing. That's, that's really good symmetry there. Uh, all right, pick 37. The uh, the Lions are up. Uh, so the Lions moved up, and they took another Wisconsin player. Uh, no, they trade back. They this, traded, is, this is their pick that they got in the trade back. Oh, I see. Um, well, they traded back, but they're still taking another Wisconsin player in Zach Bond, linebacker out of Wisconsin. Uh, good pick for Matt Patricia. Be able to move him around in his defense. 49ers at 38. I am very mad at the 49ers. Not only do they get to trade out, and get some extra value. They get to take Utah cornerback Jalen Johnson. That's a steal Dang. at 38. Boy, th th it just lines right up. He's going to fit perfect in their zone scheme. He's going to fit perfect with that defense. And he is an extreme value at 38. Thing is, like, so the the 
the Niners are kind of playing the perfect situation that we all want the Chiefs Correct. to have. Like that is basically they are living out the dream. Unfortunately for them, they did not live out the dream at the end or at the beginning of February <laughs> when the Kansas City Chiefs came back from down 10 to beat them by more than 10. Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa is still crying. It's kind of great. Uh, 39 for the Dolphins. We have our second running back off the board. This is kind of the window, I think, that the running backs start falling off the board. And the Dolphins, with all the picks that they have, they go DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. Uh, explosive player. I think I might have comped him to Alvin Kamara in the in the KC draft guide this year. He's got some versatility. He's got some ability to catch the football. He's electric in space. Big fan of his. And the Dolphins, you know, they get a guy that they can lean on here for the next five years for Tua. Texans at 40. What's Bill O'Brien doing, Jake? It's actually a good pick, so I don't think this is going to happen. Um, <laughs> Ross Blacklock out of uh, TCU. I think that would be I think that would be a good pick for uh, the Texans. Put him next to DJ Reader, um, who's more of a plug stopper and gives, gets your penetration guy. That's, that's a nice pick. I like Ross, Ross Blacklock there. All right, Browns up at 41. Yeah, uh, we got a linebacker here. The Browns have gotten rid of a lot of them. They get an athletic guy in Willie Gay Jr. from Mississippi State. I know that's going to surprise some people that he's going that high, but that kind of athletic profile you just don't find in guys. He may not be the smartest guy. He may not be the highest character guy. Apparently, he's been testing pretty well throughout all this and the interviews and everything as well, but you can't pass up on that athletic profile, and the Browns don't here. All right, 42, the Jaguars, they are swinging on a quarterback, a cornerback that uh, it might take a little bit of time to develop, which might play into that, you know, plan for 2021. Trevin Diggs out of Alabama. Uh, there's all the, all the tools in the world are there for him. There's, you know, I think there's some there's some character concerns out there about him. And it's going to be fascinating to see what his draft stock is. So some people think he's going top 20 and some people think he might fall into the second round. Uh, if all of his, you know, character stuff gets fleshed out, he could be really good value here uh, in, in the middle of the second round. 43, the Chicago Bears are up for the first time. Uh, and this is something that if you would have said at the beginning of the college football season that the Bears are going to land Grant Delpit at pick 43, you would have been told you were insane. Um, and this still might be low for him, but... Uh, this is wow. Uh, as a Packers fan, I would not like to see this. They're replacing Ha Ha Clinton Dix with Grant Delpit next to Eddie Jackson in that secondary. Yeah, uh, yikes! I hope that doesn't happen. It's a good pick. Jaguars are up again as part of the trade that they did with the Colts. Twenty for forty-four and twenty and a twenty twenty-one first. The rare in division trade. What we got, Craig? Yeah, uh, the free fall stops for T. Higgins here. A guy that was a round one player on a lot of people's boards before testing has fallen a little bit. The Jaguars are just going to get him out there with Gardner Minshew, give him a secure target there, and have another target. If they are, again, playing for 2021, T. Higgins can be a more solidified receiving core for a young quarterback. 45, the Buccaneers, the Tom Pabay Buccaneers. They continue to build around Tom Brady. They took Andrew Thomas in the first round. They grabbed Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. What a pick for them. If the Chiefs are going to take a running back, I want it to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's the guy I think would be a exceptional fit. I comped him to Brian Westbrook. Pass catchability. Uh, tough between the tackles. Good vision. 
and he's he's wiggly in space. Uh, he just does, he just can't run away from people. That's really the one thing he's not like great at. Forty six, Denver Broncos, Jake. Uh, they take the cornerback out of Auburn, Noah. Igbenogany. I got you. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's uh, ball production is what you're going to hear about him. Didn't have like any interceptions in his college career or something wild <laughs> like that. Uh, but dude's a sticky coverage guy. I think he'd be a good fit in in Denver. Um, replacing Clark Harris. I don't know if he can play the slot, but uh, they need bodies there in the secondary. All right. 47, Falcons. Falcons need a defensive end. They go to Notre Dame, get Julian Aquara, uh, former Steve Spagnuolo, uh, Romeo Aquara's brother. But uh, he fits with them. Big, long guy. Lots of, you know, lots of good production in Notre Dame. Consistency there. Born in Nigeria. Moved to the United States. So, uh, fun path for a fun player. Falcons get a guy who can rush the passer. All right, Jets at 48. They're taking wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. And, man, this little window here of players that Ugh, we're kind of talking about right good now. Good players. The Chiefs trade out of, if the Chiefs trade back to 45 or somewhere around there, they're going to get an extra top 100 selection in this year's class. Whew. I'll take Brandon Ayuk at 45, 48. Uh, he's a guy that's really grown on me as the process has gone on. I think he's a better route runner that he gets credit for. He's electric with the ball in his hands. Um, he's physical. He's wiggly. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of his. I think his best football is ahead of him, too. 49, the Steelers finally make a pick, Jake. Yeah, and they went with uh, Robert Hunt, which uh, I think that would be a good pick, especially if he's healthy. I know the Steelers are pretty traditionally um, conservative like with their medical evals, so that would be uh, – they'd have to be comfortable with him there. But that's that is very much a Steelers player. Bears back up at 50. Bears take, maybe surprising to some, another safety here in Antoine Winfield Jr. Go with some three safety sets. He could be a box guy. He's a very smart player. So he's a guy that can help organize the fronts, particularly in their nickel and dime defenses. He makes a ton of sense, even though they just took a safety and they have Eddie Jackson. My goodness, we talk about the... You know, the Bermuda Triangle for the Chiefs, if they go safety early, the Bears just did it in this one. It makes it very difficult for the NFC to throw on them. Well, think about the value, too. Oh, he's, they went he's with, crazy they, value here, yeah. Same with same with Delpit. They went with really good value because they don't have any more... Like, their picks are, are really weird this year. They don't have a ton of them. And, whew, Kyle nasty. Fuller, Jackson, Delpit, Winfield, and then you got... And then you got Khalil Mack rushing the passer. I mean, oh, buddy. my goodness. And I think goodness Winfield gracious. would be a really fun uh, move piece in that defense as well. Right. Just let him go make plays. Yeah, that's yep. that's good. That's, that'd you be fun. That's fun slot. to think about. You can, yeah. can play in the slot. Yeah. 51, Cowboys are up. They go with Damon Arnett, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Uh, you know, he's kind of, I think there's some character concerns that have popped up with him as well. Uh, pretty good value here for the Cowboys who, who probably don't care all that much about that. 52, I believe this is the Rams first pick in this draft, Jake. Yep. They, uh, went with, uh, uh the speedster KJ Hamler out of Penn state. Um, fun pick in, uh, Sean McVay's offense, uh, type of guy that I think, um, would play well in the slot for them. Uh, can take anything to the house. So um, he'll be a fun guy to scheme up on some of those jet action plays and stuff that they love to run. 
53, the Eagles. Speaking of scheming things up, one of the teams that can actually use LaVisca Chenault to the best of his ability, a wide receiver running back kind of player, just get the ball in his hands and let him work. You know that Doug Peterson would be able to create and craft some stuff for him, so he makes a lot of sense for an Eagles group that needs some weapons. Bills are up at 54, and they're making their first pick of this draft, too, and Buddy, they got Ugh. fantastic value here. The Bills are kind of in a situation where they really don't need – they don't have a ton of needs. Go get yourself Josh Uche. Let him rush off the edge. You're getting. You're going to get great effort. You're going to get good pass rush production. You might even be able to move him around a little bit. Uh, fantastic value here late in 54. The Ravens back up at 55. Yeah, and so they passed on a linebacker in round one. Um, which is a big need for them, but they did not pass on it here in the second round. Malik Harrison out of Ohio State is the pick. Um, I think he would be you know, surrounded by a lot of talent over there in Baltimore, and I think that's a place where he could really thrive. They seem to know what they're doing with those uh, linebackers. Dolphins back up at 56. Lucas Niang out of TCU was injured last year, had a hip flexor, so didn't look so great, fell a little bit, but his tape in 2018 was pretty good. He's a sneaky guy that might go a little higher than everybody thinks, and the Dolphins can help solidify their offensive line. That might be a future pick for them, but somebody that can definitely contribute in his rookie contract. You can play on the right side of for protect sure. to his blind side. For so sure. There you go. Yep. All right. The Patriots are trading up with the uh, with the Saint, uh, I said St. Louis, the Los Angeles Rams at pick 57. They trade 87, 100, and 172 to move all the way up to 57 because they are taking quarterback Jalen Hurts. We haven't really, we've had a kind of like a dry spell with these, with these trades. I think there's a lot of teams that, you know, making their first pick in that range. So, um, yeah, they, they move up. They grab their quarterback. They're going to try to see what they can get out of Jalen Hurts. Vikings up at 58, Jake. Yeah, how did I end up with every Vikings pick? Um, <laughs> but uh, they this would pick would make me cry. This is one of my favorite players in this entire draft class. Uh, defensive tackle, Justin Matabuke out of Texas A&M. Violent, violent player. And uh, gosh, with... In that front with Mike Zimmer, that's actually scary. I don't like that. <laughs> we we made the entire NFC North really good just for you, Jake. Just for you, buddy. Thanks. We're just they're drafting they're drafted competently. They're already pretty uh, good. Ex- all right, Seahawks at 59, Craig. They solidify the interior of their offensive line with Lloyd Cushenberry out of LSU center, but he can he has some versatility in the interior of the offensive line. They can play him pretty much anywhere, but they give Russell Wilson a little more protection. He needs it, so that that's good value for Lloyd at that point. All right, uh, 60. The Ravens are uh, they're on the clock. They're back on the clock, and they take a little bit of a swing here on an Alabama player to honor Ozzie Newsome. Terrell Lewis, the edge out of Alabama. You know, if you listen last week, his medicals, some of the stuff you hear about his medicals in the background are scary. Uh, but this is, I mean, he's a good football player, and you hope that... You know, you take a swing every now and then, and this this kind of seems like a good spot for a team like the Ravens with the extra second round pick to take a swing like that. Uh, and I mean, if, if he was healthy, he'd be a top twenty five player. Uh, the Titans up at sixty one, Jake. Yep, big Nev Neville Gallimore out of Oklahoma to the Titans. Pair him with Jeffrey Simmons, and you got a pretty nice 
uh, young interior defensive line combo. Packers up at 62. Craig gets to make the pick. I, I hate all of these drafts. Linebacker Akeem Davis Gaither from Appalachian State, one of my very favorite players in the entire draft, goes right before the Chiefs pick. I think he's probably a little too undersized for the Chiefs, but he would fit well with the Packers. A do-it-all kind of guy. They can move him all over the defense. He can blitz. He can come off the edge. He can cover. He would really kind of solidify a a Packers linebacking corps that needs a guy. So they don't address it early, but they go ahead and they get a really good player here at 62. All right, Chiefs are back up at 63. We're going to make all the Chiefs picks for their entire draft uh, after this too. So 63... The Chiefs go and make a value move here. They go and get Jalen Rager, the wide receiver out of TCU. Jake, you wanted me to load up on the Chiefs and try to load up Patrick Mahomes' offense? Well, here you go, buddy. Uh, you know, it was believed that Jalen Rager was going to run in the 4-2s. It was believed that he was going to blow up the NFL combine. It didn't happen. He beefed up. He, was, he ran at over 200 pounds. And I think that was bad advice because all of his testing looked really poor. He looked 10 pounds heavier. But explosive player on tape, uh, vertical stretch, put, him, put the ball in his hands on, on manufactured touches too. Electric player, just continue to add more electric players around Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Yeah, he's you want to talk explosive. My goodness. 42-inch vertical. Like the man explode at 200 pounds that's explosive so i yeah i i'll let jake take this one i just wanted to jump in and say give pat more weapons oh <laughs> uh, yeah i would i'd be so annoyed if this happened because <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's just it's one of those picks where it's like if he's there at 63 which i highly doubt like i've been hearing like just 20 minutes ago i was talking to someone that said they think that the Eagles really like him at 21, um, which, wow. would, I, yeah, sure. If, if you think his pro day numbers are legit, then absolutely. He could go that high. Um, but, yeah, this is if this happened at 63, it would totally just be a pick that everyone's like, well, duh. Well, duh, Jalen Rager got drafted by the Chiefs. <laughs> and I know, I know that some oh, people duh. are going to look at that and say, you know, Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman, how does he fit in with all those guys? Well, you say goodbye to Byron Pringle, and you know that Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins are leaving next year. You've got a good group of wide receivers, a top-tier group of wide receivers, even in 2021 after guys leave. So he just makes too much sense. The Legion of Zoom continues, and it continues with an increase in speed somehow. Oh, my that's, goodness. That's why. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying. Yeah. Seahawks at 64, Jake. Uh. Ashton Davis, guy I really like out of Cal safety. Um, I like his versatility on the back end. I think he can play legit some cover one stuff. I think he can move him around in the slot. Um, really good fit in Seattle. All right. We're going to continue the Chiefs mock. They got three picks left. Didn't find any trades for them in any scenarios, so they're rolling with five picks. Pick 96, the Chiefs select linebacker Jordan Brooks out of Texas Tech. Uh, he's a guy I've gotten to watch a little bit. There's like, if you watch a game, you're going to get to see like three coverage reps. It's like, that's the big question <laughs> for me about him. You're not going to get to see him in coverage all that much. I, don't, I think he's got some functional ability to potentially, I don't think he has a great feel in zone because he's never asked to do it. But I think there's some physical ability there. I think he's he's a guy that can be a chase player for you. 
Um, I think he can, you know, I think he can fill an interior gap, no doubt, too. I think you can still, you can play him as your will. I think you can in year one, you can play him as your will. Yeah, Jordan Brooks thrives at covering an interior gap, which is what Steve Spagnuolo asks his base will to do the most. He is fantastic sorting through the trash. He slips blocks really well. He's just a really smart player that reads his keys really well. Now, like Kent said, he hasn't covered much so far in his career, but it's one of those things that he picks things up very quickly. You see him, if he has to cover several times in a game, if he sees an identical route concept to something he's seen before, he picks it up immediately. So I think it is just an exposure thing for him. I think he can cover. I really like Jordan Brooks. Some injuries have kind of prevented him from partaking in this entire process. He missed the Senior Bowl because of injury as well. But Jordan Brooks is a guy that I've been high on for a long time. He definitely fits all of Steve Spagnuolo's will criteria. So if he's here at 96, he's probably going to be a starter. And that is an absolute steal at the, you know, at the end of the third round. Yeah, I think he's hard-pressed to be there at 96, truthfully. Um, I remember talking to him at the Combine, and that was uh, when I asked him, I said, what's one thing about your game that, we, that you wish people knew more about? And that was the first thing he said without hesitating was I can cover, um, which is like, OK, well, we didn't see it, you know, partially because you weren't asked to. So I get that. Um, but it's something he's aware of. You know, he knows that's what people are talking about about him. And it, it really seemed like he was chomping at the bit to be able to prove that he can do it. So we'll see. I pick one thirty eight. The Chiefs select interior offensive lineman Keith Ishmael. I think he's an I think he's a center. Uh, so I say interior offensive line. I think he's a center. I think he's probably a center only, if I'm being frank. I think he's best with the ball in his hands. We got to see him up close and personal at the Senior Bowl. We've mocked him a few times to the Chiefs. This is good value down here at 138 for a guy that I think has a chance to compete for the center spot uh, right away. Uh, you might have a, a guy that could potentially overtake Austin Ryder, and you get him in the fourth round. Stein, Lee Steinberg is his agent. Uh, so keep an eye on that. You never know. There's there's something to that. Yeah. Uh, Keith Ishmael and his dad were at the Senior Bowl, and they were standing there, and they had a lot of knowledge of the Chiefs' zone running scheme. An, a lot of knowledge at the Senior Bowl. So huh. maybe something to keep an eye on there. I'm not saying that he's a definite lock or anything like that, but he's been made very aware of what they do, and I think he fits in that zone running scheme very well. Good movement skill. And a guy that could, yeah, like Kent said, come in and compete, compete pretty quick. Yeah, and you guys know my take with offensive line. Just make sure Pat is on his feet. Uh, I'm never going to be upset with the Chiefs taking an offensive line, especially someone like this. Um, like you said, good value at this point in time. Um, this is really when you can get good value at the center position. Um, and I think Ishmael is that type of guy. And I think he absolutely would. Um have a chance to be a starter year one. And at this point in the draft, like that is that's very good value. All right. Last pick of the draft for the Chiefs at 177, they take Edge Khalid Kareem out of Notre Dame. Uh prototypical Steve Spagnolo Edge. He pro he fits the profile with the length, with the density, with the with the height. He's got some of the longest arms in the entire class. Shows promise uh as a good edge setter. He's not no he's not an overly explosive player. There's not a ton of ceiling to this guy. He's a rotational defensive end. That's what his reality is. Um, but he's tough, high character kid. Um, he's you know I, I think he's actually you know he's a pretty good fit. And I think you know even though like you're not getting a, a high ceiling player, I think you have a chance to get a guy that contribute 
that can contribute in the fifth round. Yeah, for sure. He weighs almost 270 pounds. We like to talk about how Spagnolo on obvious passing downs like to kick guys inside. Khalid Kareem has the ability to do that sort of, you know, interior pass rush there. And Frank Clark actually coached him in a camp when he was growing up. So I, he would be excited to play for Frank Clark. I think you'd get an intensity match with Khalid Kareem. He's just that kind of aggressive, powerful player. So he would be a guy that I think that Brendan Daly and Steve Spagnuolo would like. Yeah, and at this point in the draft, you know, this is not like your lottery ticket type player, um, which at this point in the draft, you either look for traits or you look for guys that can come in and play right away. Um, and I think he's the latter. I think he's a guy that's been well coached at Notre Dame. I don't think he's ever going to be someone that bursts on the scene and, and has a 12-sack season, but I think he'd be a very good rotational piece uh, for the Chiefs. And honestly, those are the guys um, that you're going to need in a couple of years when you're looking to fill spots on this roster. All right, that's going to do it for uh, this mock draft. Just a quick recap of what the Chiefs did. They went with Christian Fulton out of LSU at pick 32. At pick 63, wide receiver Jalen Rager uh, out of TCU. Pick 96, Jordan Brooks, the linebacker out of Texas Tech. 138, lineman Keith Ishmael out of San Diego State. And at 177, edge Khalid Kareem out of Notre Dame. The next time you hear the draft show, it'll be talking about the Chiefs' next pick, their first pick, whether it's... Well, actually, it could be us talking about the Chiefs trading out of the first round because that's entirely possible, too. Please. That's okay, though. Please. Kind of want them to. Yeah. Kind of want them to. That'd make Friday a lot of fun. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening. Catch the AP Laboratory on Monday. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.